In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the August 18th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a free-form match of current events compiled from the world's remaining newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped with moral clarity from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Shall we talk about Afghanistan? Shall we? Yeah. It's, you know, we might as well. Everybody's talking about the silliness in health care. But right here yeah. on Weekly Signals, we're going to talk about Afghanistan. Because it because matters. things are happening Yeah, absolutely. More troops, more this, more that. More, more casually. The ambassador in uh, Kabul was seeking major funding, as you said. More troops, more money. He wanted that for non-military operations in Afghanistan. Uh, he's requesting an additional, that would be Carl Eckenberry. Uh-huh. An additional $2.5 billion in funding. That's about eighty, about 60% more than Obama requested from Congress. Wow. So everything's going to Afghanistan now. Lots of money going to Afghanistan. Yeah. Lots of focus going to Afghanistan within the government. Yeah. You know, when, when Barack was running for president, uh, there was the the moment in the campaign when John McCain sort of melted down over the economic crisis, right? Uh-huh. Suspended his campaign, couldn't do the debate, had to focus all of his attention. And Barack had a great response, and that was, we need a president who can keep more than one thought in his head, who can act on multiple fronts at the same time, or uh-huh. be able to handle a lot of different issues. Yeah. Well, this is a case where... We're not. We're talking about healthcare. We're consumed with healthcare right now, right? Yeah. But this is at least well. In some ways, it is as important as healthcare is because we're going to spend billions. Well, of we're dollars. not even talking healthcare. And we're, we're not talking healthcare insurance for one thing. Right. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm not framing it correctly. But this point, the point I'm trying to make here is, no one is discussing Afghanistan, the money, the, the commitment of troops at all, yeah. at all, except that we get these bits of information from these. People in the field, but I, I just I want to make that and the point. amount of time we'll spend there. Yeah, which, you know, we we have no there's no timeline, there's no plan, there's nothing. We're just and the relationship of Afghanistan to the rest of that area. Yeah, which well, is which you're going to talk about some more, I think. Essential. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about though um, Abdul Rashid Dastum. Yes, who's uh, one of Afghanistan's most feared warlords. He returned from exile in Turkey just days ahead of the election there in Afghanistan which uh, brought about all sorts of speculation. Yeah. Dastum is one of several warlords who have become allies with Afghan President Hamid Karzai. Karzai is hoping Dastum's return will help attract ethnic Uzbek voters on Election Day. That, that's it's a significant a, a part of the equation. Afghani population, yeah. 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 But this does not look nice to our administration. No. Given Dastum's history. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He has he has does have a history. I was wondering if you're going to mention that, but yeah. he was in, apparently involved uh, by implication of a, a story done by James Risen in the New York Times and others about a massacre of 2,000 Taliban prisoners at about the time that we invaded Afghanistan yeah, in 2000. We're, we're, we're just digging up the remains right that's now. Right. As a matter of fact, there's a report in a excavation of that i remember when this happened uh-huh. and i remember and and it was a fairly big deal for about a day but that they had rounded these people up put them in those gigantic containers yeah. and in scorching heat shut the doors and essentially let them die yeah. that's what happened now where there were some americans on the scene but this guy this warlord this dostrom 
is the guy that is most responsible, according to the reports that you and I have probably seen, mm -hmm. uh, that, that was responsible for the slaughter of these people. Meanwhile, Defense Secretary Robert Gates has said he has no idea when the U.S. occupation of Afghanistan will come to an end, which is an honest answer. At the same time, it's a frightening answer, too. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Definitely. It's a Vietnam-era answer, isn't yeah. it, really? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We could be there two years. We could be there ten years. Yeah. Well, it's also an Iraqi war answer as well. Yeah. We could be there five years, 25 years. Let's build some bases and figure it out after that. In other news from Afghanistan, a new law went into effect that allows a husband to, to starve his wife if she refuses to have sex. Uh -huh. I don't even, I mean, what do you, this, yeah. The law also prohibits women from working without their husband's permission. I guess those things are the same over there, <sighs> sex and working. Oh, wow. What happens if they, if they don't, if they do work? Do they, they starve them if they work? <laughs> I mean, and I assume, given, given the structure of a, of a society like that, that the woman's going to be cooking the meal. So she's <laughs> she's she's gonna be getting a little on the side, as they say. You know. <laughs> a side dish, yes, if a you side will. dish. Iraqi militias were carrying out a spreading campaign, moving to Iraq. Yeah, Iraq now. The other, the other white meat. Iraqi militias were carrying out a spreading campaign of torture and murder against men suspected of homosexual conduct. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> You know, this is where our guys are are in bed, if you will, with their guys. Uh -huh. Our religious fanatics are in bed. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that they're advocating for the slaughter of gay men and women in this country, sure but they are. but in some ways, the American the American fanatics are not far off from that. Hundreds of gay Iraqis have been tortured and killed in recent months, and Iraq authorities have done nothing to stop the killings. Also. Just to keep that in mind. It was reported that Israeli troops shot dead at least 11 Palestinian civilians waving white flags during the U.S.-backed attack on the Gaza Strip last January. Most of the victims were women and children. Waving the white flag. Waving white flag. Shoot them. Shoot them. And we have Israeli soldiers who confirm this, yeah. by the way, who are saying, yeah, that yeah. happened. Not just some crazies. So nice. Uh, one of India's biggest movie stars. <laughs> saw this. I like this one. I saw this too. Shahrukh Khan yeah. was detained and questioned by immigration officials <laughs> at Newark Liberty International Airport. Khan is known as the king of Bollywood in India. In case you didn't know, no. the king of Bollywood. This know. is like Elvis in India right now. Yeah. The actor was in the U.S. to promote a new film, My Name is Khan. Just Apparently, <laughs> a little self-promotion there. Yeah. Just in case you guys didn't get the memo, My Name is Khan. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and that's my big movie yeah. that I'm promoting. Uh, and, the, and the movie, what is it about, you may ask? It's yes. about racial profiling after Muslims attacked the September, you know, on a September 11th, the September 11th attack. Wow. So we're talking about somebody who's being racial profiled at the airport. And he's, what could be better for your for your uh, PR? You There's know? some Hollywood publicist genius behind uh -huh. this. Let's get him so. detained. For, let's get him racially profiled. Yeah, as he's going around the country. I'm thinking so. I think this is a setup. <laughs> Maybe somebody with their palms were greased on that one a little bit. Huh? Arrest right. that man. <laughs>
Nobel Peace Prize winner and Burmese pro-democracy leader Aung San Chi, or Aung San Suu Chi, as we might like to call her, was sentenced to an additional 18 months of house arrest. And this is critical. Why would they put her away for house arrest for 18 more months after her trial? Suu Kyi was already, has already spent 14 of the past 20 years in detention in, under Burma's military junta. The trial has brought international condemnation. You know about that, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with critics such as us. Yeah. I would say critics. Mean sensible people usually in yeah. these cases. Yeah. With critics accusing Burma's military government of trying to keep Suu Kyi out of next year's planned multi-party elections. So the 18 months just ima- just happens to, to overlap with this. Yeah, this you did mention Nobel Peace Prize winner, by the way. Yeah. And I think you said that, but yeah, right off yeah, the top. Right at the top. I'm right sure you did. You're very good at that. So. Uh, in Bolivia, mm-hmm. would you care to move to Bolivia? I love. Well. For, yeah, let's move to the President Evo Morales accused right-wing militants of trying to derail upcoming elections after a series of attacks in the capital of La Paz. The wife of a Bolivian union leader lost three fingers and was seriously burned when she tried to open what turned out to be a letter bomb. And uh, Morales says he suspects burners. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know what that this even is, means. This is for, us? for those is of he you pointing the finger at us. Yes, could be. Well, that's what I was going to say. For those of you. Uh, Scoring at home, this is something you, you really watch. Watch as, as South America becomes the next Asian conflict. In other words, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be some it's kind of... It's not in Asia, Mike. I understand that it's not in Asia. All I'm saying South is America this will begin to move up. It'll, Asian, move, it'll start moving up the, uh, the pop charts here in terms of our threat level. South America will become the next great... Hotbed of terrorism. What's the capital of South America, by the way? <laughs> the country of South America. Yeah. The country of was it was it Sarah Palin who said the country of Africa was she? I, I think, think she it was is. Bush that said that. Was he okay? It was, yeah, it was one, one of those stupid Republicans. <laughs> it was I, one of the very very ignorant people that ran this country for eight years. Yeah. Uh, All right. I'm going to move to domestic issues. Okay, now. let's do that. I like that. Huh? Yeah. At home. Mm-hmm. Income inequality in the United States was a, an all-time high, surpassing level seen during the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Just okay. wanted to be sure you knew that. Okay. That's kind of a preface to what we're, okay. we're going to talk about. Yeah. The Obama administration signals it was on the verge of abandoning plans to create a government-run insurance option as part of its program to reform the nation's health care system. Okay. He's, he's backing off. Now... Uh, I don't know if he's really backing off. Okay. I mean, who knows what's going on here? But it's it's uh, doesn't give me any confidence in him right now. At this stage of the game, to be backing off, does he have to back off now? No. Is there some sort of? I don't. I don't think so. This awfully early in the game to be backing away, isn't it? Don't you you hold hold your cards a little bit longer in this game? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I I on one hand, I agree with one strategy which I've heard talked about with him, and that is. He's waiting for support to backfill as he says these things. He's waiting for a reaction. He wants to entice people, seduce them, anger them into responding to the representatives in Congress, the House and Senate, to say, no, we want the public option. We don't want it taken off the table. And then he can turn around and say, you guys have heard it. You've heard now from the American people. My, my, My problem with all of that is, is that most of the people are in opposition to this. Uh, whether it be the blue dog Democrats and all of the Republican Party, 
they are really truly in the pocket of the healthcare industry and come hell or high water come pitchforks and people banging at their doors they're not going to change their opinion on this they seem to now by most accounts they, the, the democrats still enjoy a majority in the in house and pr- uh, probably could squeeze out a majority in the senate so why are we compromising why are we talking about public taking the public option off if you can muster the political support with a majority party why why are we here why are we at this point when you didn't have to be at this point. You just told me why. Yeah. So you can backfill support. Well, maybe. That's, that's what, what I'm saying, me. maybe. I'm not saying I know this is a fact. All I'm saying is maybe that's part of the strategy, hmm. is to entice the American public into getting into the game. Let's pretend but, it is. Okay. Then, then, then I'm okay with it. If not, which I'm afraid I'm, it isn't. Uh, then so your this job. Is, this is a capitulation, once again, by the Democrats who enjoy a majority to what? To the moneyed interest. In, 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 in Washington. Now, I don't know if you had a chance to see uh, Bill Clinton's speech from last week. Um, but he said something that is, uh, uh, would, would back up what you said. Okay. Uh, he was speaking, I forget exactly where, but someone uh, stood up in the crowd and said, w- w- where were you on, uh, on uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell? You know, why did you let that sleep uh, sneak through? He's yelling at him and, mm. and the big dog as we like to call him. The big dog, okay. Said, well, I'll tell you where I was. I wasn't getting any support from you. Okay. Congress was pressuring me. I had to come up with something. I did not like what I signed, but I did ha- didn't have any support. Uh-huh. I had nowhere to go. Uh-huh. I was waiting for you guys to come step forward and help me out on this issue because I couldn't pass it. I couldn't pass what I wanted. I needed uh Voter support, yeah. citizen support, and perhaps that is a reflection. Maybe. And a precursor. Or is that rewriting history? Or I mean, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I know. There's, I understand these are very, these are not easy to, to sort of pull apart. The, the, they are complex. Do you, but I have a feeling I've, from, from almost the first week of this debate that there was going to be, and I have, I'm actually, for somebody who's been in politics, I'm really appalled at the level to which the insurance industry has been willing to go on this. They've, they've astroturfed all this insanity, really undermining our democracy in the process. So, wow, they've yeah. done that? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, boycott Whole Foods. Yeah. What's that about? Their CEO, John Mackey, yeah. wrote an editorial in the Wall Street Journal criticizing the, uh, well, the administration's health care insurance plan. They don't want public health care option at all. That would be John Mackey, the, the uh, CEO yeah. of Whole Foods. He dismissed single-payer health care from Canada and Britain and said he doesn't believe in an intrinsic right, right to health care, food, or shelter. <laughs> and he's in, you know, well. And he's well, the CEO mm-hmm. of Whole Foods. Yeah. So I, we, have a, we have a great place, you know, for health foods here in Orange County. We don't need Whole Foods. No, we don't. Yeah, what's that? Mothers, you know. Mothers is a nice I've been going store. Going to Mothers for years. Right. It's it's a local business. Right. And it and it's a it's a great business. Support and I, Mothers. And uh, going into Whole Foods, I, I don't want to you know sound like I'm piling on, but I, every time I've gone into Whole Foods, I thought it was kind of, they were kind of full of themselves, and the prices are. I I expect to pay more for organic. I expect to pay more for better quality food. I go in with that expectation, but I don't expect to be gouged in the process. Yeah. And that's how I feel when I walk into a Whole Foods. Uh, so, so, so to hell with them. Yeah, they're paying for their fancy turnstiles. Yeah, 
No, I mean, you know... A Lebanese contractor claimed to have been the first known victim of rendition and torture under President Obama in a new lawsuit against the U.S. government. Raymond Azar said he was coerced into confessing to bribing a contract officer after his arrest in Afghanistan in April. So we have rendition under Obama. A federal judge overturned an Obama administration effort to reverse a Bush administration rule that made it easier for coal mining companies to dump mountaintop debris, debris oh, wow. what into a valley streams. Oh. So they'll be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's that. That's that. Yeah, they want public comment. That's why the judge, that was his excuse. Yeah. Must public commentary on this. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of them activist judges. Yeah. Stepping in to... Yeah, and he can with his own who agenda. The going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Screw him. Thomas Crocker, an economist who had devised the cap and trade system yeah. for regulating pollution, voiced doubts about its ability to seriously address global warming. The climate bill passed by the House in June includes a cap and trade provision allowing firms to trade emission permits. The system's been criticized by people like us. Yes. Because we're the critics. We are the critics. When they say we something's do. been criticized, <laughs> they're talking about us. They're talking about weekly signals. In yeah. fact, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they don't just, mention it. Why don't they just it. say it? Why say it just out loud? come out and say it. We're those guys. The system's been criticized <laughs> for creating new incentives to pollute through a market yeah. for carbon offsets that don't necessarily make up for the damage of the initial emissions. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Republicans well, have been screaming bloody murder about this bill. It's a tepid, probably not even an effective response to yeah. what we're doing to the environment. And they have been screaming. Too much. They've been screaming socialism, communism, state-run, whatever. This is, yeah. I hate the state-run whatever. Yeah, whatever. The Obama administration sent lawmakers its plans for new regulations of derivatives. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit complex. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. Complex financial instruments that played a major role, these would be derivatives, in the nation's economic meltdown. The White House wants rules that would have a form of derivatives, which which critics like us say, no, we don't need forms of derivatives. We don't need derivatives, period. Jettison derivatives. Jettison them. They are are toxic. Derivatives, credit default swaps. Traded on public exchanges and backed by existing capital. Yeah. Yeah. They are, it's a casino, not a financial system. Yeah. The number of U.S. homes facing foreclosure rose 7%. That'd be last month. Yeah. That's exciting news. Yeah. More than 360,000 households received foreclosure-related notices. It's very exciting for those 360,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. Banks also seized 87,000 homes last month, up from 79,000 in June. Yeah. We're number one. We're number one. Maybe we'll beat the record next month. I hope so. You can only hope. We are Americans. Beating months in a row. (laughs) We are Americans. Newly disclosed documents provided more evidence of an extensive Bush administration role in the 2006 firings of nine U.S. attorneys. This is one of those duh Yeah, duh. Like uh, (laughs) Rove is being... Heavily implicated in all this. But Duh. you know nothing's going to happen. No, of course you just, not. You just because, know nothing's going to happen. Because this administration wants to move on and wants to look forward and not yeah, backwards. Yeah, we're going to be spending $20 million or $30 million or $50 million examining the issue. Yeah. And when it's all over with, we'll move on. You'll say, well, it's politics. That's just yeah. politics. That would in, be involving, That's course, nothing. Yeah. David Ingla- Inglacius yeah. from New Mexico, yeah. U.S. attorney there, there who they said uh, was not 
looking into alleged voter fraud. That's why they their version of yeah, what was yeah. alleged, what they said, yeah. And he said, no, it's not. Yeah. So gotta go. The North Atlantic Ocean has spawned more hurricanes and tropical storms over the last decade than it has since a similarly stormy period a thousand years ago. So we're we're kind of breaking a record there too. <laughs> we got lots of hurricanes and tropical storms on the way. Wonder what that would be caused by. <laughs> I have no, no idea have what no could idea that why, be. Why? Because uh, we couldn't possibly be the cause of that. No. If this is God's creation, yeah, this has Mike, got to be. It's God's. It's all part of God's plan. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And and the world is God's maybe, creation. And and we we're, it's it's too big for us to have any. Maybe they're over. right. Maybe we're all going to end up on Mount Ararat uh-huh. someday. We're maybe. all going to be kind of clustered up there on top of that mountain, waiting for those waters to. A judge banned Microsoft from selling its Word document program to the U.S. in the U.S. Patent violation. According to a company called I4I, that's an interesting name for them, too. Yeah. I4I, yeah. tooth for tooth. Yeah. I4I uh, in Canada uh, is going to get close to $300 million, and Microsoft has 60 di- days to comply with this decision, not to sell Word in the United States. Wow. General Motors claims the uh, Chevy Volt will get 230 miles per gallon in the city. That's amazing. Yeah. That is truly, that. really amazing. Uh, it's a $40,000 car, but I think the government will eventually give us some tax credits for that. This is something we can ask uh, this next one. Ask yeah. uh, Jarrett Lavelle. I hope so. Our guest coming up. Because I got nothing. I hope there's Crimes something. Crimes of dissent. Yeah, okay. In Alabama, the mayor of Birmingham issued a blanket pardon for thousands of people arrested during the civil rights protest of the 1960s. Many are expected to refuse their pardon notices as a continued protest against the racial segregation they were jailed for opposing. They refused it. Well, that that, that would be a continuation. That certainly of would a be crime a crime of dissent. Yeah, that would be a crime of dissent. The, the perfect uh, yeah, there you go. example of we dissent. Yes. We committed a crime in our dissent. We don't want your pardon. Yeah. We're proud of the yeah. crime. We choose to dissent yeah. and we choose to be outlaws. Yes, sir. Well, what do you think? And finally, yeah, there we go. And finally, a masked man drove a stolen car through the front doors of a northern Iowa or Ohio. Sorry, I get those two confused. Mm-hmm. Iowa, Ohio. What's the difference? Not much. <laughs> uh, a masked man drove a stolen car through the front doors of a northern Ohio health clinic and down the hallway before ramming into a pharmacy desk and stealing drugs. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.